0: Here's a question, listeners. What do students really think about the way that teachers use technology in the classroom? Do they like it? Do they hate it? Does it drive them absolutely crazy? For all the conversations we have with educators, entrepreneurs, and investors, there's one other group that really doesn't get much of a say, and that's students.
1: We decided this week to hear from a few kids on how they really feel about technology in the classroom. Their response is, well, they may surprise you. Snapchat may be popular, but kids have their eyes on other tools for classroom use, too. Well, let's
0: get right to it. I'm Mary Jo Matta.
1: And I'm Blake Montgomery. Welcome to the EdSearch Podcast. Throughout National Teacher Appreciation Week, people across the country thank their teachers for making a difference. In the White House, the spotlight belonged to Johanna Hayes, a social studies teacher from Waterbury, Connecticut. President Obama delivered a rousing ode to the 2016 National Teacher of the Year, along with a call to action to boost the teaching profession.
0: When people quit their jobs and pay thousands of dollars to attend a coding boot camp, they want to know that their investment will pay off. General Assembly just took a big step to prove its worth. The largest of the skills bootcamp providers just released a public framework for measuring how its students perform in courses and on the job market.
1: Google released a slew of goodies just in time for Teacher Appreciation Week, from a Slides Q&A polling feature to direct parent notifications in Classroom. Google updates are flowing like wine. Check out our coverage on EdSearch.com for more details, screenshots, and whether other polling companies are worried about Google creeping into their space.
0: Last December, after the birth of their daughter, Mark Zuckerberg and Priscilla Chan said they'd give away 99% of their Facebook fortune to unlock human potential and promote equity. The couple took a big step towards those goals this week by convincing Jim Shelton, president of 2U, who served six years in the Obama administration's Department of Education, to head up their education initiative.
1: Do we actually under-test kids? It's not a common question, but it's one that the NWEA and Gallup attempt to answer in the report Make Assessment Work for All Students. According to the survey, while most educators believe we over-test, only 23% of students agree. Parents are more in the dark, as 6 in 10 say their child's teachers, quote, rarely or never discuss their child's assessment results with them, end quote. We dive deeper into the findings on edsearch.com. And now it's time for... kitchings. The biggest fundraise of the year happened this week, and we're wondering, can one app be worth a billion dollars? Glendale, California-based education startup Age of Learning has raised $150 million at a $1 billion valuation. The company's upgrade to unicorn status comes courtesy of Iconic Capital, a secretive family fund with ties to Mark Zuckerberg and other Silicon Valley elites. Founded in 2007, Age of Learning is best known for ABC mouse, an educational app for children ages two to seven.
0: Chegg, a higher education platform, which offers book rentals, online tutoring and other online services for students has acquired the writing and bibliography tool developer, imagine easy solutions for $42 million of this amount. $25 million was paid at closing, and the remaining $17 million is due in April 2017.
1: ACT Incorporated, creator of the ACT College Readiness Assessment, has acquired Los Gatos, California-based OpenEd, a free search and recommendation engine for open education resources. Terms of the deal were not disclosed. The OpenEd team will remain intact and operate in the newly formed ACT Assessment Technologies Group, based in California.
0: LTS Education System was acquired by K-12 Incorporated for approximately $20 million in cash, as reported by the company during its fiscal Q3 2016 earnings report. Founded in 2001, LTS offers an online gamified instructional service, Stride Academy, for pre-K to high school students, and it's used in 1,500 schools across 37 states. Every month or so, we here at EdSurge host big EdTech summits in cities across the country, from New Orleans to Fort Lauderdale to St. Louis. The point of these events is to bring together educators and entrepreneurs to exchange thoughts and feedback about education technology. But here's the thing. One of the main highlights at the conference is always our kids panel, where a group of students shares honestly how they feel about technology in the classroom. It is, in a word, hilarious. In fact, we love it when kids give their opinions on school and learning. I mean, they're always so brutally honest. It's great.
1: Last month, we ventured down to our Los Angeles Summit, where one of our co-hosts was the Youth Development Program, an organization connected with the Los Angeles Unified School District. YDP, as it's called for short, provides comprehensive after-school program services for youth, including filmmaking opportunities. Just listen to this example of a piece of media that YDP students made.
2: Hi, my name is Seth. This is 32nd Street School. I'm here with Chris. What are you doing, Chris? Training for the Kids Marathon. What is the Kids Marathon? Rob Dixon made this marathon for kids like me to stay healthy and fit. Where is the Kids' Marathon? At the Dodger Stadium. What day is it? March 2nd. Thank you for the interview, Chris. You're welcome. This is Seth pointing for 32nd Street. Back to you in the studio. Here's something for the Kids' Marathon. Get a good night's rest. Wear proper running shoes. I have good friends to train with. Always do a warm-up and stretch before you run. Drink plenty of water and eat healthy. My name is Alex and I'm a kids' marathon runner. Committed to improving my fitness for a healthy life. I have a positive attitude because... F- finishing, finishing is winning and winning is winning.
1: A number of these students showed up at our EdSurge Summit to film, interview attendees, and report on the event. But we decided to turn the microphone to them. Why? Well, does kids saying the darndest things sound too cheesy?
0: Not even a little bit. Kids are a great source of feedback, and we wanted to get a quick idea of student experiences with technology. Here's a clip, listeners, to get you inspired for your EdTech work in the week ahead through the eyes of two Los Angeles adolescents.
3: Great, so it sounds like you're using it both in school and you're using it at home. What is the um, what is the craziest thing that you've done with technology, either at home or in school?
2: Um, the craziest thing that I use technology with is maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe I like used it for like something very new for me mm-hmm. um, like have you made a video with your friends or yeah tell like me about that. okay so the craziest thing is that um one well, since after like one day of the program of this um, I want to go visit this class because they really wanted to um, know about this and they I explained them, we did a video, and they loved it, and they're going to do it for with their um, teacher.
3: Excellent. So you're teaching
2: other kids and even other teachers how to do
3: these crazy videos. Any stories that you can share?
2: My craziest thing I've ever done with camera is going up to like people, asking them random questions, ah. and doing... Um, like movies with my friends uh, at school and getting to like know other people's opinion. Now can you imagine school without technology? (coughs) What would that be like? Well, I do imagine it and it would be very confusing and very hard because teachers would have to have to do their attendance or they need to search something up for other kids or they need to type and they can't do their essay and they're being such trouble. Yeah, so you're right. So it would actually cause the teachers a lot more work. Um, um, Schools without technology would be like um, teachers um, will be wasting more papers and um, teachers would have like they will they will be really stressed out and students like they won't find it fun on um, getting just like paper and like doing tests on them like for now, technology is like kids don't like like doing things at um, their school like writing and doing tests because it's, like, on technology.
3: Cool. Do you ever help your mom or your dad or your grandma or somebody in your family, someone outside of school, do you ever find that you're helping them
2: use technology? Well, I help my mom since she is interested in what I do in school. Um, And I say, okay, so let's sit down in the table, and I'll show you on my phone or in the tablet, and I'm going to show you what I've been learning at school. Excellent. Oh, well, I help my parents, like, go um, how to use, like, how to find our, like, our videos or things like that. I help them do their, like, their paperwork on the Internet. Or I help my little sister, like, getting apps for her to learn um, new things on the Internet. Cool. Do you have a favorite app on
3: the Internet for your little sister? Is there one that she likes? It's
2: it's called an ABC, um, an alphabetical order, and nice. she does her ABCs like on her iPad. Excellent. You have a favorite app? Uh, I actually don't.
3: You don't? That's okay too. I'm not sure I do. Uh, okay, last question. So, if you could interview anybody in the world, who
2: would you want to interview? Who I would I want to in- interview was. President Obama. Oh, that
3: would be a great interview. How about you?
2: Well, well, the person I would like to interview will be Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. Wow. There we go. We
3: have two politically ambitious reporters here, and I am so pleased to be interviewing both of you. I hope you have lots of opportunities to interview politicians and all kinds of people and yes. keep it up. Thank you very much. Thank you.
0: love connecting with kiddos, don't we, Blake? We do. Any
1: educator will tell you that kids are the reason they're in this profession. Talking to students is how we understand the heart of education.
0: Couldn't have said it better myself. A big Mm. shout out to the students who took time to talk to us this week and to my past students as well. I still think about them every single day.
1: Oh, that's so sweet. Mm. And with that, I'm Blake Montgomery.
0: And I'm Mary Jomata. Thanks for listening. This is the EdSurge Podcast.